fired up. The snap, the put down, the swing of the leg. It is on its way. It is good! Cincinnati wins the American Championship! Here comes Bosa. Here comes the quarterback, Burrow. Looking for a block, and he got it up in the front by Hopkins into the end zone. Touchdown! What a skip! As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. And so that'll make it a 4 nothing ball game. We had a week off last week because the All-Star break, we decided to take a break too. So now we have this situation where apparently all the Reds are still on break. They're all still on break. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, Votto. What a disappointment. This You, you, you say that right as Votto makes an error. What a disappointment. This comeback from the All-Star break has been between, you know, winning the last three games of the four-game series against Milwaukee. And what, what's happening right now? Fixed it. We're good. Best producer in A. Thanks, Ed. My phone was he still plugged in, and that was that's on me. That's on me. He might be 1B right now. <laughs> but... uh <laughs> So they, they, they took three going into the, the All-Star break from the Brewers in that four-game series in Milwaukee. And then you get home after a nice little hiatus, and Nick Castellanos gets hit on the hand. That was targeted. Target. And everything unravels without Nick Castellanos. Everything unravels. Yeah, it's been, it's been rough. I mean, they was it, I guess the first game they had a lead. There against uh, Milwaukee, then they get that was the game he got hit in the wrist, mm-hmm. and then the bullpen came on, and we know about the bullpen woes. Whether they, you know, whether people have said that they've been good of late, I don't know that they've been good. They've just been better than awful for a little bit, have they? And yeah. then you know, there's been some struggles, and they've continued, and unfortunately. Uh, when you have the biggest series, I would say, of the season, immediately following the biggest series of the season, which they did well in, in Milwaukee. And then you come back here and you drop three in a row. And then last night, you go out again. You jump all over the Mets early on, take advantage of all of their mistakes, the plethora of errors that the, the Mets were making. And then they you allow them to slowly climb back into the game. And then there were just... Uh, I've been a... Uh, I was a, against... I was a, a David Bell hater. Um, and then I was like, okay, you know, things he's doing, you know, with what he's been given, the way he's working this bullpen situation. Plus to the best the guy, of his ability, perhaps. Plus, plus his... his uh, above the best of his ability, I would say. I mean, to have a team above 500 whenever you don't have, you have almost no idea what's going to happen once you your starters out of the game. And our starters, you know, hadn't been going seven, eight innings. You know, I mean, they, you 
look into a pen to, to take you from usually halfway through the sixth inning through the end of the game, and it, that's been a crapshoot. So, you know, for, for him to be able to work whatever magic he can to have that come out with them above uh above 500 at the break and and in the the thick of things was uh fantastic and here is clay snowden look at that oh, guy clay up in here we, god it's a we, southern jet it is a southern jet guy. right there he's gonna leave <laughs> y'all are wild <laughs> <laughs> but so anyway so but then at the end of the game last night and it was all over Twitter as well. Like David Bell made some decisions about who he was going to use and who he was going to questionable decisions. Who he was going to pinch hit with and pinch run with, and and these things that I, I think were head scratchers to say the least. Um, and then today he he made it. It might have been at the end of the, in his press conference yesterday, or but I saw the quote today. Um, he said that he was waiting to use Cassianos in a like an important high leverage situation. Um, what were, could be more high leverage than winning were, the there, game? There were, there were several situations where I could have seen him being used before a double switch to bring in Clay's favorite pitcher from the bullpen, Ryan Hendricks. Man. Hi, Clay. Hey, listen, first off, I have no idea what was going on with David Bell last night. That was a terrible decision, and I completely agree. And I, the only thing I can think of or hope for is that he was just, like, after the game trying to, like, cover his ass somehow and, like, came up with and just pretty much just said the wrong thing. Because if he really, really was, like, we're waiting to, you know, save him for a high-leverage high situation, like – then even when they brought him in was strange to me. Um, obviously, they should have brought him in earlier, but didn't they, if I remember correctly, didn't they bring him in as like a defensive replacement? Is that right? He was part of the yep. double switch in yeah. the what, 11th inning, yeah. Yeah, so like, it, I don't know. It was just so bizarre. I don't know what was going on there. I'm upset because... How bizarre? What? He doesn't get the reference, Aaron. He's not old enough. Aaron's put himself you, on mute again so he can rip something. I, are you referencing that terrible song from... Um, the 90s, yes. Yeah, okay, sorry. But to go on. Um, and then today, you know, the, this is totally off topic, but today, you know, they brought back uh, Ashton... Goudeau. Kutcher. I, 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 I don't say this lightly. I really, I really think that guy is a... Absolutely, he's absolutely awful at his job. Absolutely <laughs> awful. Um, I don't want to see him pitching a red uniform, to be honest with you. But here he is. They're bringing him up and putting Gutierrez down. Now Gutierrez's outlying numbers were pretty bad, but he's the type of guy that you can develop in the MLB and still be getting better innings than the replacement that you have. Say, at least until they Gutierrez make a move at the deadline. The, the move is not to send Gutierrez down, the move is to add in a trade and then send Gutierrez down. You're not replacing him with, like, you know, any of these scrubs from Louisville. Well, like, I, I mean, I thought, like you said, I, I thought Gutierrez has been, 
okay, you look at his numbers and people are like, oh, Jeff Hoffman's had better numbers. I, I thought I thought Gutierrez, you know, I thought he's pretty serviceable since he's been called up. And, it, and at least, like, I feel like he, you know, a couple times he's chewed up some innings and, you know, done Hoffman, well enough to, to get the been, red. He's been a big stinker, if you want to say it. I mean, he's been terrible. Well, I, I don't care if he was maybe injured, maybe not, but why wouldn't you want to take your chances with Hoffman in the bullpen as opposed to Gutierrez pitching? It doesn't make sense to me. Hey, um, Ed, who would you rather have, Jeff Hoffman or Gutierrez? You know, if I had to, if I had to make my choice, um, you know, I might pick Jeff Hoffman. You would. Sorry, I'm trying to tweet out a link to the show. <laughs> and then like last night they he when he pulled winker when he pulled winker out of the game like that that was in the, the what the 10th going to the 11th i think he winker should never be pulled from put, a game it was when he it was when he pinch ran aquino for farmer and then brought in freeman to hit and then he had yeah. to keep Freeman in the game because he just took his shortstop out of the game to put Aquino it, it just there were a lot of questionable things that occurred at the end of that game last night that I thought you know the Reds had a good chance there when you know they kind of clawed their way back into it after it kind of you know they, they gave up the lead and it looked like okay you know they've got things going in the right direction here in extra innings or even at the end of the ninth inning. Um, there are several players that should never be pulled from a game. I don't care what the righty-lefty matchup is. I, I just don't care. Winker has proven to be one of those guys. Castellanos is also one of those guys. Joey Votto is still kind of one of those guys. Jonathan India, one of those guys. Like, what are we doing here with this righty-lefty bullshit? I'm so over it. Like, you're overanalyzing the game, and you're costing – wins because you're pulling people and then it's biting you in the ass later on now i will say they 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 put a uh a stat up you, the mets have brought in that uh that what's his name panda i don't know what his first name is panda but they had br- panda, they had panda, brought, panda 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 yeah panda. Uh, they brought they had brought banda in if i was good I and the music. they they made it there was a stat that like Left-handed, he's a lefty, and left-handed batters were batting like 394 off of him in in the minors. So, I mean, that's kind of a hard one to look past, you know, if you're going to... But these guys are guys that hit on both sides. Like, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like, do you really want Freeman in the game as opposed to Winker at any point in time? So why are you doing it in the waning moments of the game when you need your best hitters up? I, I, w- I was just as perplexed as you are right I now, think, Aaron. I think everyone is totally right to just chalk up yesterday's game as an L for David Bell. And I'm not like one of these David Bell haters or anything. I'm just saying I think he was miserable last night. And, you know, we just got to move on um, and just hope – well, all we ever do is freaking hope if the team gets better. But – you hope that David Bell can learn from that terrible managing last night and, you know, in the end, get better from it. I mean, he did seem to somewhat take, you know, the blame on some of that, like moving guys around that way. So maybe he did learn from it. 
Um, but then the other thing that perplexed me is sending Alejo Lopez down. Because I like him. Yeah, I, I would imagine that's probably just to get another arm up because of yeah. the bullpen. But, um, so he'll have to be down for 10 days before he can get called back up. Same with Gutierrez. Um, so if they want to bring them back up, it'll be you know 10 days after they were sent down. Well, I think it was probably more to get him some regular at-bats as opposed to just well, that, sitting on the bench. That, that could be it, too. I, I, I just like the way that he plays. You know, like, I mean, he... He certainly gets the bat on the ball, but um, you only brought him in play more than you know. And maybe his extended metrics aren't you know. But I'm I'm fed up with all of that nonsense because in the last in the last couple of weeks, there are though, some extended metrics that say that Suarez is you know the next greatest thing, and right now he's batting like 173 or something, and he he personally left like 10 people on base yesterday. In the last couple Five weeks, people on base, yeah. An entire oh, baseball team. Good God. In the last couple of weeks, though, um, Lopez, or like he hasn't been able to get on the field. So then they bring him in in a clutch pinch hit situation. And no surprise, he doesn't come through because, A, he's a rookie. And, B, he hasn't been in live play in like two weeks. Yeah, and this is why – I mean, part of the reason why, like, First name that came to mind was Lenny Harris. Good pinch hitters, like elite pinch hitters, are always savvy old veterans because they are experienced. They typically know more about the pitchers. They know what pitch is coming. Like pinch hitting is extremely hard to do, and that's why so many people are not that good at it. And asking a rookie to come in and just hardly play at all, like I would have liked to have seen him play more, but I get it. Like they weren't going to – Bench. I, I think he played second base when India got hurt and was a late scratch in Kansas City. Um, and I was at that game, so I got to see my boy Alejo. And then he really should have been playing some third and so Suarez. And I get it. Like Suarez, every once in a while, hits a home run, and everyone says, let's hope that this is the turning moment. That's stuff you say in early May or mid-May. That's not something you say – on July 20th, like, oh, yeah, he's going to turn it around. He's not. He's just not going to be able to turn this season around. Even if he's on fire for the rest of the year, I mean, it's still a pretty disappointing season. Uh, it's just frustrating at this point, you know, and it's it couldn't happen to what seems like a nicer guy. Um, so it, it's just, you know, it's – I don't really know what the answer is. You only like, say that because you like his parents. I'm talking about Suarez. Oh, Suarez. I thought you were still talking about Lopez. No, I do like Alejo's dad. <laughs> and aunt, apparently, who always <laughs> tweets something at me in Spanish, and I don't know what it says. You can hit translate. Uh, well, yeah, but it doesn't really work well. That takes the fun out of it. <laughs> Google Google has a translator machine. Let's, yeah, I know. Alejo Lopez's dad uses it, and it does not work well. That's Receive awesome. a big hug, Clay. That's the last thing he sent me. Receive a big hug, Clay. <laughs> I hope you received that hug well. So I guess I guess my question would be, is Suarez's contract, which once upon a time was looked at as being a gift because he took such a good contract early on as opposed to having to sign him if we had waited, 
and given him a, a larger contract. Um, is that contract hard to move at this point? Even if you try to go for what could be, what, what has been in just two years ago? Yeah, so I'm pulling up the contract right now. It was the average annual salary salary was $11 million, um, but that's not the base salary for each year. So he actually – well, it is for the next – 2022 is 11, 2023 is 11, 2024 is 11, 2025 is an option for $15 million. Um, I don't know. Like, I'm sure – a larger market team, if they had a hole at third base, would be willing to take on $11 million. Um, Think of, like, the Dodgers. The thing about the Dodgers is they don't have a hole at third base. Justin Turner's been very good. Um, but it's not a totally unmovable contract in terms of just, like, the size of it. But, I mean, it would take a very unique fit. And off the top of my head, I don't – I can't think of one. Um because he is somebody who's hit 49 home runs. And as we all know, as the Reds have done with several players, you're going to bring back players who have had a lot of success and have slumped since. That's just how baseball is. Um, totally different. In football, I feel like in the NFL, like if you have one bad season, especially if you're a running back, like you're just done. In baseball, you could have a good season in 2017 and still be getting playing time somehow. Yeah, it's wild. Absolutely. I mean, wow. like where I'm at now, like, I mean, I, I'm, I'm the, the quintessential, like emotional one side to the other fan that, you know, it, it happens to me like really Jeff quickly. Um, it's not even a Jeff mode. It's like, you know, like tonight, like they win tonight and I look at it and I'm like, Oh, the Brewers lost. Like they're back. You know, they'll be back within six and a half there. Uh, I don't know if the Padres game got made up today. They were playing the. They're playing, yes. Did they play a doubleheader today? You know, if they did, they reschedule um, that way. Tomorrow, or? tomorrow they play a doubleheader today. They they're losing one to two to the Braves right now. Yeah, so they're playing the Braves, um, in the what the top of the eighth. It looks like. Um, so like, you know, you start looking at stuff like that, and you're like. In, in a bubble, you see what the Reds are doing, and it, that's not winning in since the All-Star break. Yeah, four straight losses. It's not good. Um, but really, they're still right in that, like, weird striking distance range of, like, you know, the Reds don't have, according to a lot of people, the Reds have a pretty weak schedule in the second half here. I mean, they play the Pirates, like, 13 times, I think. Um, and that should be at least 13 wins. Um, Pirates, 13 times, Ed. That's what that was. Yeah. The Reds, according to Fangraphs this morning, I believe the Reds had like a 9.7% chance of making the playoffs, and the reason why is because they're not going to get the wild card, so they pretty much have to win the division. The wild card is – Pretty much, it's the AL West to lose, or the NL West. Yeah, the NL West is has like a bottleneck, so it's just whichever team doesn't come out of there, the next two teams pretty much are going to have the wild card there. So, um, winning the division, I mean, it's it's one of those things. Like the Brewers have obviously added, and the Brewers seem to be aggressive in attacking it. Now they still have to go out west, so (laughs) 
who knows? They could fall apart too, though. That's the thing. It's not like the my whole thing is the Brewers. Everyone thinks, okay, we got swept in three games. Like this is miserable. This team's bad. Yada Derek yada. Kito! Sorry, don't ruin sacrifice it, fly with the bases. What did loaded. he do? What were you Derek doing? Unbelievable, unbelievable base running. But the Brewers are not some incredible factory of a team. This team has flaws too. They have good starting pitching. They have good starting pitching, but they also don't have. If one of those players gets injured or anything, you know, one starts to slip a little bit. Maybe I don't know. Like the Reds are not completely out of it, but they're also. It's ridiculous for people to think that. I understand being mad at management for not making the team better, but this team has performed exactly how everyone projected them to. They're around five hundred. Like. I don't know why some people are surprised by, you know, they, they act like this team's failing right now. The team's not failing. The ownership or front office is, but the team's doing exactly what and they that, were pretty much projected to do. And I think that's the, the, the part. And I, I think there were a lot of, I think there were a lot of projections that had them like well under 500. Wait, wait. Um, so there's a certain hey. someone that was on Twitter last night who was saying we can't keep blaming this on Bob Castellini because there's a bunch of other owners. So apparently he wants us to start blaming it on uh, Jeff Weiler and uh, a couple other people. Well, I Just mean, in case you were the, wondering. The, 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 thing, the thing is, is Bob Castellini is the face of the ownership. Bob Castellini is the one that went on TV whenever they bought the team and said, you know, Losing is unacceptable. We bought the team to win, and they've had four winning seasons. So that's that's the biggest issue. But you have a team that is, you know, I think we talked about this a little bit before Clay got on. It, I think David Bell has actually done quite a good job with what he's been giving out of given out of the pen, um, and. You, you can't expect for players to be above what they are. And the guys in the bullpen have a ceiling. And that ceiling is really like a, maybe a triple-A ceiling. And you've got them in major league situations. So you can't even really be mad at those guys. They're doing, they're doing what they can do. And it's on the ownership and the general manager, front office, whatever you want to say, to, to look at what they've got. They've got a team that is playing pretty well for what they are, maybe even overachieving, and say, okay, if we plug in a guy here or we plug in you know, a couple, I mean, they're not going to go trade for four or five relievers in the next week. It's not going to happen. They need and just to, get- to, to piggyback off that, Jeff, um, I was on the Locked On Reds podcast today talking about the Louisville Bats. And Congratulations, you made it. And I specifically was talking about the bullpen, and and there is literally not one single person that can come up from Louisville right now. Maybe Dari Moreta, but even then you're talking about a 25-year-old rookie trying to come in and save the bullpen. There's there's just not really an option. I don't think Hunter Green is going to come up and Nor should he. Some, some say, yeah, I agree, um, some savior. There's nothing. So if you're going to improve the bullpen, it has to be an exterior improvement. What you about will not Chattanooga? Improve it. 
No, no, no one's coming up from either one. She don't mean, I mean right now the Reds. I mean, there is one interesting name. Um, is Nick Howard, twenty fourteen, first round pick of the Reds. Took a year or two off of baseball. Has come back and has like a two two five ERA in twenty something games. And Chattanooga and just got called up to Louisville, um, the beginning of this week. So, I mean, he's twenty eight years old. He's not, you know, like just. If he pitches well in Louisville, screw it. Throw him in Cincinnati, and that seems to be the the plan of attack for everybody else in the bullpen. Yeah, uh, and I just keep going back to like how frustrating it is. Like, and like you you see like Jonathan India after the game yesterday and his like post game <clears throat> his post game like talk there. He's like. They keep trying to bring up, like, hey, you know, you're the first rookie, like, only the second rookie since, you know, Barry Larkin in 1986 get on six times. And he's like, yeah, but we didn't win. Like, I'm here to win. I'm not here for any kind of personal, like, you know, I'm not here for any kind of personal stats or number, you know, my own numbers. I don't care. I do what I do out there so that this team can win. And obviously they hear and see all of the things that are being put on on Twitter or, you know, maybe they hear some of these podcasts. I don't know if they, you know. Yes, they do. You know what I mean? Like, they, they hear these things. They know they they know that fans are frustrated. They're just as frustrated. Nick listened to our podcast. Nick listened to that's it. That's right. So I'm sure they had it blaring in the clubhouse. I'm um, sure they were. It's just, it's so, because there's, and then the radio silence. That, that's the other thing I was going to get to. And I know, like, I, I mentioned some, I think, Aaron about it, but the the radio silence from the front office is just even more maddening because the only thing that you hear from them, the last thing we heard from them was, uh, when we get healthy, we're going to look and see where we're at. What What is that? That doesn't I, sound like... That That's how you say you're like, not spending money because you're broke. That doesn't sound like, hey, we want to go out and win. Did, flipping Brewers got Adamus for like an extra spare bucket of balls. Like St. Louis got uh, Nolan Arenado. Or Arenado for nothing. Nothing. Which is why they're hesitant to move Story out of Colorado as well they should be because they got nothing back for the best player that's played in Colorado in the last five, 10 years. We're not broke. We're not I told you guys. We're not broke. I know I've, t- I've told you guys It's a simple Google search. We fit. We finished right in the middle last year. Uh, like somewhere around, I don't know, like 14, 15, as far as income. And we're supposed to be this quote unquote small market. Um, okay, sure. You can call it a small market if that's what you want to call it, but we're still pulling in plenty of income because TV contracts, which is where all the money is. They'd have yeah. more, they get more TV money if they would freaking put Bali sports on Hulu. No, they'd get more money from Jersey sales, money from ticket sales, money from like, it's, it's just a, a travesty that you come in and you want to talk all this nonsense about how you're going to put a winning product on the field and we're here to win championships. And it's all just bullshit. Like, 
I'm tired of being fed bullshit from both sides of this river. This this side of the river with both of these stadiums. Finally, for maybe the first time in, I don't know, a decade or so, we're seeing Mike Brown start to do some things. But uh, Well, I, I think, and I'm included with this, so don't take this the wrong way, Aaron, but we're all fools for believing any of these owners when they say that to begin with. I, I mean, agree. what are they supposed to say? You know, every single owner who's ever owned any team has said, we're going to put a winning team on, like, of course, that's what they're supposed to say. Why Why should anybody even believe these people to begin with? They're not there for that. They're there to make money. I mean, if you look around at every single major sports team, you can count on your two hands how many, like, I don't want to use the word fan, but kind of fan, I guess, of the sport is also the owner. You know, like well, a, and I think that's most where of them are just random rich people. But I think that's where baseball has, has actually failed us more than any other sport is you don't have a salary cap. You don't have a salary floor. I don't believe um, you don't have a anything that has to do with spend money on your effing team and put a winning product out there or at least something that's competitive. And so you have the haphazard Pittsburgh Pirates doing God knows what out there. They haven't fielded a competitive team in, I, I feel like, since Barry Bonds and Bobby Bonilla were there, truthfully. And I know they, they did something maybe when... Uh, they went to the playoffs. Yeah. Russell Martin was the catcher. Once. Starling Marte. Hey, they kind of had a dope team. I, I, I don't uh, think that's If accurate. Mark Cuban owned our team, I would I just read the base. I just read the book, Big Data Baseball, about how they constructed that team and... It's like, oh, this is a cool book, and they didn't win it all or anything. It was just kind of like, oh, yeah, by the way, the book's over because the team wasn't as good as we made it sound. <laughs> Clay, Clay would read a book called Big Data Baseball. He's a southern gent. So, Clay. Did you smoke gotta, a cigar gotta, while you were doing yeah. that? Southern bread. Hey, no cat. Southern my cousin, my cousin was bride. in that. Is that so, the Martha Stewart so, magazine? No, it's, it's, is that is that magazine put out by Martha Stewart? Um, I I hope not. If it was, my cousin was in it. Oh, and wow. I I do not care about your extended family. You should. They're good people. <laughs> <laughs> Heath Embry just got a strikeout. If you of course he if did. you had to if you had to to what what is what is your like blockbuster trade that you think the Reds. Could possibly pull off in the next week. What is it? Week and a half before the deadline. What do you like? First, do you think anything is going to happen? Second, what the blockbuster trade most likely to happen, and I don't even think it's likely at all, would be trading Castiano. Don't that's, say it. It's don't the don't even speak it to existence. Probably, but that's don't do the it. Most likely, don't do it. Don't speak it into existence. Don't say it. So, so I tell you what, you're, you're, guys, you're going, and you're I, going, I usually give Ed a really hard time. Ed has been on top of his game the past three or three or four days. I don't know what's gotten into him. You're welcome. He, he has gotten Losing. he has gotten fired up. Well, I've been going yeah. door to door handing out pamp pallets. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you you think you think you think what you think the Reds are are just full, gonna Sellers? get full blown. 
Like I think it's more like so. I mean now I want to rephrase what you said. Blockbuster trade meaning you know, a big time. Yeah. If it's more likely a big time trade happens in terms of them selling than them buying is what I should say. Okay. Do you think that they will? What under what circumstances here do you think that they they go try and find? I mean, it, is there a reliever out there? that like jumps off the, the, the board is somebody the Reds could like realistically target and bring in without yeah. giving up like the farm. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of... The thing about relief pitching, as we all know, look at Jared Hughes and David Hernandez, is it's fickle. One year it's good, one year it's bad, and every single year there's random people that are having great years. Look at Paul Seawald. Have you ever heard of Paul Seawald, Ed? No. no, he plays for the Mariners, and he's been great. There's Seems all like kinds a fitting of these place guys for, for Paul Seawall. I was going to yeah, say that because of the There's all kinds seat. of these guys scattered across the league that you can get. Um, I just don't know if there's – off the top of my head, like who's the big-time name? I don't think the Reds are going to do it, so I, I just don't. Um, maybe they go get a I'd be okay tier. with them bringing a guy like Archie in. Just somebody who has, I don't know, maybe a third pitch that isn't Doolittle at this point. Because, God forbid, you have more than two pitches. Oh, damn. Uh, but I don't, I don't know. I mean, like, even the kids they brought in last night. Like, Garcia pitched well. Garcia pitched really well. And then you, you took him out for reasons unbeknownst to me. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just the deal with these type of pitchers. Garcia, you know, it's the perfect example of all of these 4A type pitchers where they look good one day and you're like, oh, wow, you know, Joss Osage looks great. And then he comes back down to earth and you realize, oh, man, now I know why, you know, he was free pretty much to sign. Well, so, I, MLB I, The Show, Joss Osage is like a 56. If we're talking about MLB the show, I'm still sitting down in Louisville, ready to come up with a like 300 game winning hitting streak. 300, you say? Yeah. Wow. Ed, is it possible for you to pull up your slash line for us while we continue talking? (laughs) Can can you do that? I don't. Let's go to PlayStation Network. Is that what I do? No, you. No, no, nobody. Turn on the game. Oh, yeah. Turn turn on the game. It's going to take some I want time. proof. Ed's slashing like Freddy Galvis out here. And he just is afraid to, afraid to admit it. Freddy Galvis or Freddy Freeman? Well, Ed's slashing a cool 212, 305, 421 with six home runs, 12 RBIs, one stolen base, 3% walk rate. Oh, I'm looking for it. Is your player built like you, or is he like a shit brick shit house? Yep. <laughs> hey, did did you all see that you can actually set your name? You know how it'll like say your name if you select certain names that it allows yeah. itself to say. You Aaron can set Smith your name up to be, to be dog right. dick. <laughs> Thanks, change my name in a little bit. <laughs> You really, you really took this podcast in a direction I didn't know it was going to go. I saw it on Twitter, and um, 
it's not only hilarious because it's obviously named Dog Jake, but I've got to show you the <laughs> way that they created the player. Oh my god. <laughs> This Clay, is if really you send me the link, the I can actually play it. But that's this fine. is really, I'm gonna send you this so that we can play it for the. Is, is it the is it the coin dog? <laughs> I think. Could, 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 could you all hear this? <laughs> I heard a little bit of it. Oh, oh, all right, sorry, Ed. Played when we get it. It's a good oh. laugh. Oh my word. So, I mean, do you, your like, kind of like final wrap up thoughts on, on what you. Sorry, how, how sorry do you, I how, did get off tangent there. So, here's kind of trade deadline thoughts. Um, I think a move could be made to acquire a middle level reliever, no big splash move. Um, I don't, I really don't think that they're going to sell. Um, really, I mean, Gray, Castillo, and Casanos are the only people I could see them even being, like, able to sell that are not, you know, you could sell younger players, but that's not really a thing. Like, you, everyone's saying, like, oh, trade Mike Moustakis for, no. No one's taking on Mike Moustakis. No one's taking on. He's, you can't Suarez. trade another player anyway. Yeah, I mean, they're, right now, like, you're not trading these players and getting legitimate building pieces for the future right now. Well, think of not- this, though. You do have Moustakas coming back, so potentially you have a third baseman that's going to be better than Suarez. Again, potentially. Well, that's fine. That's better than running Suarez out there every day. Uh, you also have Nick Senzel coming back, where you can kind of do some things with Senzel in India and – you're not putting him at third base. I'm. I'm just. I'm if just not, beats I've never been high on Nick Senzel, Really, I don't another- see him as someone who's going to move the needle at all. I mean, he's better than a bench option that we have. It's just another reason not to uh, start Shogo. <laughs> <laughs> there is no way that's real. <laughs> hey, hey. Let, let, your shoot. What? let the whole thing play so you can see his dance at the end. Can you make Dog that screen bigger? Steps in with his eyes on history. Take a look at his work at the plate in this one as he'll shoot for his fourth homer to put himself in rare company. <laughs> First pitch of the A-B on its way. Oh, and he turns another one around here. And his fine ball game will continue. Give him another home run. <laughs> the hell is he doing? Solo shot here. To- <laughs> Dick steps in with his eyes on history. Take a look at his work at the plate in this one as he'll shoot for his fourth homer to put him. Was his name really uh, Porpo Dorpo? <laughs> 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 oh man, that's really funny. That's that's something else, is what that is. I mean, I I don't think that there's going to be a whole lot done either, and that's why I, I've been saying that. I just think that they're going to kind of stand pat with what they've got, 
and uh and just let the season play out the rest of the way and you know whatever happens happens and you know maybe and then they can reset and try and go after some free agents and i don't i I haven't looked into who may be free agents you know this next year that they could even i'm sure there there are plenty of people that are you know be out there that they could maybe go after that aren't you know dfa guys or guys that are you know journeyman relievers so yeah it's just it's just it's frustrating clay yeah and what i was trying to remember what we were thinking about before dog dick interrupted us and um senzel (laughs) i i mean i think senzel is a much better bench player than any of the bench players we have right now. I don't see Sinzel as someone who you, who's going to come in, start every day, and be like some you know jolt to this lineup. I mean, what what I don't really think he's done anything in his career yet to show us that he would be that, even though yeah. everyone expects him to. To be um, the spark. Yeah, I mean, I I just I don't I'm not as high on Nixon's as most. I'll just say that. Um, now, this is kind of a change of subject, but uh, we were talking about, you know, trying to sell. I don't think you can sell any of these players for legitimate building pieces for the future. Um, however, all the reports from the draft, the Reds draft, were so good that I've been reading. Um, especially now that people have done some deep dives in it, like people, like national people are writing about how some people think the Reds won. Um like won the draft really. Um so really? that's at least good considering how bleak the minor leagues is with positional. Is that power. center fielder coming? That Jay Allen guy signed. Are you talking Did about he? the guy the guy yeah, the Jay guy Allen took, was who I was talking about, yeah. I I was really worried that he, like I really kind of thought that he might try and go like the the football route. Because I, I guess he's like also like a, a pretty highly like regarded football guy. Yeah. I mean, as far as baseball goes, I mean, he was drafted. He was drafted pretty, you know, fairly. I mean, fairly high, right? You I mean, idiot! I don't. I don't know. You will. Um, you will know. But yeah, he. I, I thought for sure he was. Oh come on! <laughs> oh poor head. I'm going to start leaving Ed on mute. Suarez just got thrown out at third. At least he hit the ball. Counts as a double. He hit the wall, too. David Bell. He got a double, but his on-base percentage went down. (laughs) I'm just trying to be mean. I'm not being serious, guys. I'm just being mean. I I just saw the play, and if you watch the replay... The umpire like waited a second until Suarez was like starting to look up so that he could punch directly down at Suarez's face to let him know he was out. Oh yeah, I, I I'm literally watching exactly what you're <laughs> he talking about. He did just do that, yes. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Man. So stupid. Time for Joey to bang. Oh, it's awful. But so the Jay Allen guy, the, that kid, like I, I thought he I, I kinda had a feeling maybe he might be one of those guys that, you know, gets drafted and then is just like, Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna you know, go to college and play football or whatever, like, especially now with, like, the 
the uh, that NIL thing where they can you know make money off their name, image, and likeness. Like, I don't know how highly regarded he was in football, but I heard kind of read that it was it was you know pretty high up there that he had had offers and stuff football wise. And there's always a chance that a, a guy is going to get drafted and then think that he can improve his draft stock the next year by going and playing a, a year in in uh, in college baseball, um, but. Other than that, I did see very good reports about his baseball abilities, uh, and then the catcher that they took with the compensant, what I the thirty thirty fifth pick or whatever. Pick, oh, yeah, the, um, I guess he was at the ballpark yesterday because he was getting the uh, the Johnny Bench Award or whatever for like the best NCAA catcher from Florida guess. State, I think. Or, yeah, I guess he hit a whole bunch of bombs. His name eludes me. I think it's Matt something. Um, with one T. Yes. Like Latos. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Hey, uh, and then, and that Ed, doesn't even That's Clay's favorite that guy. Ed, what did you think of the Reds draft class, and who was your favorite pick? Solid. Solid. Uh, my favorite pick was the first one. Uh, it was a good pick out of that school. Um I think it was a high schooler, right? That was high school. It was a solid pick. I give it a, I give it a solid B plus, possibly an A minus. But you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to put too much on it. You know. Uh, what? I, I don't remember what position was he. Yeah, he played on the field. Yeah, it was on the field. Uh, probably somewhere out there. Uh, you know, right field or something like that. That's. That's where Ed is right now. Any other questions? Somewhere out there, right field. Any other questions, Clay? Is your hand on your hip right now? That's my question. No, it's on the arm of the chair. Oh, it looked like you it were can be. you were here. You got any other questions, Clay? <laughs> <laughs> you got anything else? <laughs> huh? Tough guy. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't know how to take this. the The vaccinator versus the southern gent. It's a very strange thing. Why did you do that, Clay? <laughs> Why did I do what? Oh man, unreal. I I did, I did think it was funny. Like right after they they drafted that uh, McLean kid, and everybody was like, "Just bring him, just bring him right on in. He's a shortstop. We need one." <laughs> like, toss like, No, no, he needs no. Has he has he signed yet with the Reds? The catcher, the shortstop, the first pick, McLean. Yeah, I'm not sure if he has. Honestly, they've had. There's been six. Let me look. There's six of them that. um, I was sad that the uh, UC pick from last year, Bumpus, didn't actually work out. I was as well. That was two years ago, I think. Though. I don't know. No, it actually it doesn't look like they signed the uh, that Matt Nelson kid either yet. No, it does not look like McLean has been signed yet. But Jay Allen did. So, and then they've had some other other guys here. It looks like all the way through their nineteenth round, Ryan Cardona. Hey, right-handed pitcher. Maybe, maybe, maybe he can go to the bullpen. Can we talk about the Mets announcer? Oh, with the skyline, hey. his horrible skyline take. 
Like guys, before we get in on that, I, I have to sign off, but um, I do like Skyline. I'll just put that out I'll there. I'll say we start talking about Skyline and the Southern Gent signs off. Oh my god. See you guys. Thanks for right, coming bye, on, Clay. Clay. Thanks for hey, stopping bye, by. Bye, Clay. I love when Clay comes by. How about that? <laughs> yeah. How about yeah. how about Clay about, try to call me Gary? out on like my my draft knowledge? Or lack thereof. And, and your draft knowledge was extensive. Thank you. You, knew, that he played on, you knew he played on the field. He, you he, knew he, he played baseball, for fuck's sake. For sure, yeah. <laughs> well, he could have played other sports, too, because if you remember, um, um, Amir Garrett played for the uh, St. John's uh, basketball team. Yes, he did. Against yes, uh, he did. Sean Kilpatrick. Um, but the hot take from, is it Mike Cohen? Is that his name? Gary Cohen, I think. Gary Cohen, Gary. Mike Cohen, whatever. Um, I, I won't take that kind of slander, um, and I expect a full apology, and it better be on Fountain Square, to be honest with you. Well, so here's the thing. like, I don't know how you're going to just shit on somebody else's food and not have ever tried it. Like, If you tried it and thought it was horrendous, fine. Yeah. But like... And then you try to you just watch the video of food being prepared, and you're just like, "Oh, I'm gonna just throw all this pounds of cheese on. I don't know what we're doing. It's spaghetti." And, like, which by the way, about a, that? It, a pound of cheese on your on your way well, is where you want to go well, with that. Well, f- friend of the show Ryan Castellanos really really stepped up uh, to the plate, if you will, he, to, right up to the plate, <laughs> or maybe he maybe he towed the rubber because. Pitching, pitching. But, I get it. We were going right. with the plate though, but he said because he he said something like like uh, pizza with dough that can't support its own weight or something is so gourmet. Like, <laughs> yeah, what's that? Because all the all the New York pizzas floppy as shit. Oh god, it's awful. Uh, Dripping it, grease. And I've I've tried it, and I think it's awful. I like I I much prefer Chicago pizza. Chicago style uh, pizza. Yeah, we they put that like. Whole patty of. I mean, of I'm not here for either of it, really. You don't really? like Chicago style? Nah. Or are you just not a pizza guy? Yeah. No, I'd I love pizza. I think pizza is probably one of my favorite, if not my favorite, food. Um, I like the the like Detroit style. Hey, that's good stuff too. Where they put a little bit of that Parmesan on the crust. Yep. I mean, I okay. go for Cajun, but that's fine. I, I have Cajun I, on a pizza. I, I yeah. I, I, Some of them like Clay's yet. fiance. Uh, I'm I'm just a, like I really am like a very big fan of Chicago style pizza. Like I just it just like it it's, it's good. It, it hits the spot. I'm a very know? big fan of throwing Chicago pizza in the garbage. Well, I did see that Skyline did <laughs> I would tweet. Expect nothing less out of you there. <laughs> Skyline did tweet Ryan Cassiano and said that next time he's in town, uh, it's on him. And he said it's on them. Ooh. And he he said he wanted it just like it was made in the video. So that's a five way with beans. Well, hit him up well beans. a five-way has beans. beans yeah sorry i mean but i, I we should take him to skyline I, 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 if he's down we should I'm all about it maybe we I could, love skyline we could literally see the most Cody's. literally like the i could eat skyline like every day i would i would weigh like 800 pounds but i could eat it every day tomorrow i get to find I out concur. if i could eat skyline tomorrow's like, my way in i mean Ooh. Are you doing like weight washers? Yeah. All right. Yeah. 
Kudos. Hey, hey, thank you. All right. Thank you. I saved a bunch of my points up so I could have this beer tonight. So I could have nine conies and a puke. No. But, <laughs> but the puke, the puke, the puke detracts points. Thank you. See, he, he was actually looking out for himself. Yep. So like, well, if I, if I eat more than I'm supposed to, then I can actually get away with this meal. Yeah, that's exactly now, what happens. I, I will say, um, and this kind of goes back to you know, a sports-related podcast that we have here. Um, I never this whole thing that, has been sports. We've been talking about, about Skyline sports. because of the Mets and Ryan Castellanos. I, I hate the Mets. Um, but I never thought that I would say, like, that the that the Bengals are like doing more to listen to their fans and like unbelievable just make an effort like in all facets. You know, is Garrett coming out of the game already? I think it's because of the the what is it the the daughter the granddaughter the niece? No, it's it's Mike's daughter. Okay, or is it granddaughter? I it. Yeah, I don't I don't know. He's very old. Okay, hold on, I'll look it up. It's All granddaughter. Right. It has to be granddaughter. Granddaughter. Now we have to filibuster, Jeffrey. It's granddaughter. Okay. Because it's Elizabeth. It's a. It's Blackburn's daughter. His. Yeah. It's. It's granddaughter. Okay. So, like, she's been the injection that we have needed for probably two decades. And we. I mean, we talked about it with the. Uh, you know, when we had the the Bengals super fan show. You Before know, everybody like, else took, yeah, we had that show, away. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when we when we brought that, you Whole know, thing the that fire, that, that that fire, the Mount Rushmore of somebody call nine one one. PTP's fires burning on the podcast. Whoa, whoa, boom, boom. Oh man, that's great. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, if that's not in the intro next time, Ed, I'm gonna be real mad. Um, <laughs> But yeah, like we brought them on, and, and they, and I, I think I'm pretty sure it was uh, the captain who said, you know, from his discussions and things that like the Bengals were just kind of like, you know, we like all the fan, like all the the hate and stuff vitriol, the vitriol. What a great word! Yeah, uh, vitriol that was coming out was kind of like making you know, like ownership was just like we're not really sure what we need to do, like as far as like reaching out, and then like. You, know, you got the the fans kind of starting to like this like groundswell of like support that, that's been brought together on social media and I don't uh, buy that. And then they it, okay, but here's the thing: is it it's got the Bengals to a point where you know it's not radio silence all the time. It's not just this like oh that's the team you got. That's the team we've put together. That's what you get to watch. Like and. You know, you're gonna come watch it because you've got the season tickets and you. Like, no, they're they're actually making moves and they're doing some things. They got the new jerseys, which everybody's hype about. Well, and, and when they did the new jerseys and they went down and they're like, "Hey, Chad, how about you come up here and sit on the throne and and be here for the you know the unveiling and like because well, I mean, you Ch- can kind of relate it to Wes Miller and what he's done with absolutely yep. the Bearcats yep. and and like absolutely. Touch, touch him with the like. Oh hey, uh, maybe we should tap into our past because people actually like our past. Um, let's let's bring some of that back, and let's try and, and celebrate that and get these guys back here to get the crowd just reinvigorated and to like just connect what's happening now 
where you're trying to win games and you're trying to put like a, a team together that people want to come to because the Joey Burrow effect. I mean, let's call it what it is. It's 100% what this is all about. Yeah. And so they're like, they're evolving for the first time in really our lifetime. Well, and so, and we, we've seen the Bearcats do it very, very well with Wes Miller and all of that. And now we're getting to see for the first time in our entire lives in, in 30 plus years, the, the Bengals are actually like, trying to do some things to keep up with the Joneses when this but, week she I mean, announced they're, they're the... doing things that are keeping fans they're doing things that are keeping fans like it's my mic on. invigorated in, in the offseason yes that's the, like on. so it's not just like oh here's the uh, <laughs> I love you Ed here like here's the here's the you know the first game of the preseason until you know the first the, maybe the first round of the playoffs and then, you know, Bengals fans just kind of disappear and go away when that has not been the case. I mean, it's all, no, obviously, it's all over got, social media. You've got, got, you got fans dressing up and helping each other make costumes and, like... WWE games dedicated to fans. Dude, that guy, I, I don't even want to know the hours that that guy has put in to, like, making all these different characters in the, wild. the game and then like having the the battle royales what? to declare winners do you know his his twitter handle by chance sir so grogshire sir, sir grogshire making sure my microphone worked i'm sorry but I, he uses a different he has a different name that does the uh the w the Bengals wwe thing his twitch channel you can, i think you can find it though from his uh yeah, yeah from sir grogshire for sure. And, and like I, I, speaking I, of him, I think yeah. he had he had a speaking situation him, yeah. where like his car broke down or something. And like and people from the Bengals community, Bengals Nation, raised money to help him helped get his him car out. back. Yeah. They they helped him out. Helped what do you him. think about all that, Ed? Fucking microphone's finally working, apparently. <laughs> um, I don't know if you saw, but um Blackburn released a statement yesterday. Um, where they're doing now a king or queen of the jungle for every game. So that chair that they used to announce the the uh, the throne that they used that Chad sat on, that's going to have it on the field. They're going to have it in the stadium somewhere, and it's going to be either a fan or they said it could be possibly like a former player or something like that is going to be able to sit in that chair, and they're going to be the ones who lead the who day um, every time you know and hear the Bengals roaring song. So I mean that's pretty cool. Plus she said she was so putting. Every yeah, and then plus uh, she said she's putting a quote from her um, grandfather uh, up on the, uh, like, the last thing the players see, something about um, winning makes believers or something like that. I don't know what the full quote is. I should pull it up later. But I, my like microphone in the tunnel, working. on the tunnel? To yeah, like, like, it's the last thing they see. The, so, so I saw a bunch of stuff about, like, the king of the jungle thing, like, yeah. all over. So, like, this year's slogan is, I, is I, rule the jungle. I did not get a... I didn't get around to reading the article, so. Yeah, well, this year's slogan is, like, rule the jungle. Okay. Are you going to be uh, the king of the jungle at one game, Ed? If they let me, I will, yeah. That's no problem. I could do that. Will you, what if they tell you that you have to, uh, like, grow your beard out a little bit more and then cool put black stripes in it? I'm cool with that. Also, well, that's what that Gary guy does. Um, but also. Reds I, win! Reds win! Thanks, Aaron. Hold on. I got to see it. Hold on. AG gets the save. Hey, way to go, AG. And then he points to the dugout. <laughs> Yo, count on AG. Count on AG. That guy's fired up. Um, By the way, you do you know that three-quarters that three hoodie that Cassiano's always wears in the black and gray? One. 
It's so sold out. Ev like every day, it's sold out. Sold that at Walmart. I check though. all the time. Where do, is it on? Like MLB.com. MLB shop. Yep. Is it cool enough outside for a hoodie right now? Wait, it is. What is three? It's that three quarters. Like he, that looks like he cut the sleeves on that. It nope, looks like all of them how cut you the buy sleeves it. on it. No, look, you buy it like that? No. Yes. I want that. Same, but it's sold out every day, and I've never seen anyone else wear it. Hey, what would you guys think if I became a super fan, and I was like the macho man Randy Savage of the super fans? Have added it. I, yeah. I would be all you over. You have to have eighth, season tickets. The Reds' eighth win in Miley's last nine starts. The man, the man knows how to write the ship. You know, he is the Incredible Hulk. You come into All the right, jungle. Reds. I believe again. I believe. I believe. Hey, Red's Twitter is just like Cincinnati weather. It changes every thirty minutes. It does. It does. And like now, now we're six and a half games out, and he's got the Hulk tattoo back on the. He's got the Hulk tattoo back on the forearm. Does he? Oh, uh, he sure I, does. I wonder I if just, he got it permanently. Uh, I don't know. He said he was. Look, they all have the the three quarter. He's, I'm saying I've never seen anybody like out in public wearing that that hoodie, oh, yeah. ever. Not ever once, and it's always sold out. Like, did you make four of them and you gave them all to the team, and that was it? There's more than four no, players no. on the team, but I don't see uh, anybody other than Castellanos I'm, ever I'm wearing gonna, it. I'm gonna tweet at the Reds the and tell them that I want one. Oh, good Maybe luck. they only made one. I mean, of them. I mean, like I'll pay for it. I just yeah, want yeah. one. Good luck. Let me know how that works out for you. I, I just want one. They don't have any in the in the shop either. Last time I was at the game, really? I know somebody. You know what? They I know do somebody have in the shop. You know what they do have in the shop? What the Liam Castellanos shirt? Yes. So I am going to be going down to Cincy Shirts one day this week to pick up one for the 100th. Episode. I'm mad at Cincy Shirts right now. Why? Because I hit them on Facebook. I hit them on Twitter. Because I shopped in their store for the buy one before during the All-Star break before the first game at 710. And any baseball shirt is buy one, get one half off. Went in there, bought two baseball shirts. The little girl that was working the counter at the store in Rookwood looked at me and she said, what sale are you talking about? I said, the buy one, get one baseball half off. She said, we don't have that sale here. Yeah, sometimes you have to. So, oh, it was. I think it was online only. Uh, that wasn't put anywhere in the description of said sale. I screenshotted the shit out of it on both Facebook and Twitter. Sometimes you do have you to only, like. Did you only end up getting one shirt then, Aaron? No, I still got get... two. She just wouldn't give me money back. Sometimes you do have to like show them like and the actual picture because like the, at the end of each one of their podcasts they give us a, a code and um, it's like twenty percent off if you buy in the yeah, store no, or online. That was everything they were advertising. Come to our store. It's buy one get one half right. off. I understand, but sometimes you have to like sometimes the employees. No, no, don't... no, 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 no. Okay. That's not how it works. When it says come to our store, buy one get one half off. So all you have to do is just show them. Like, wait, I, is that I, not so many I times? So many times, like last time I went in there to buy a shirt, I said, uh, and the uh, the code that I just listened to on the podcast is, is is this, and the guy had to look behind him, and there wasn't a code. But what I'm saying is, if you showed him the picture that said "buy one a sale," is a sale. Aaron, why aren't they responding to me on the 
social media. If you send they them, know they're wrong. no stop. If you send them, uh, if you go to their contact us on their website, they will contact you back. I've contacted them twice about um, about issues, and they contact you like right away and get it cleared up. Well, not on Twitter, not on Facebook Messenger, and uh, I have two more shirts at least that I want to buy. But anyways, uh, I am going to go down there and get the Liam Castellano shirt, and um, and we'll give it away in the 100th episode. What size do you think I should get? Large? Extra large? What do you think I should get? I, I would just go large. I was thinking just large. Yeah. yeah. And then, did, did you pick a... Wasn't there another company that we don't have to like specifically oh, mention it right I'm this talking second? To but like, yeah, I'm talking to him. Working that out? Yeah, and I'm then, talking to him. Uh, We're five okay. episodes away after tonight. <laughs> We're five episodes away? Yeah. Well, I mean, because Aaron like, said the throwback I'm, I'm episodes. I'm like uh, a quarter of it, so. Jeff doesn't stop talking ever when you're trying no. to talk, Ed. My fi- microphone he just doesn't barrels work. through everything. My microphone doesn't work. Uh, but it because Aaron said we shouldn't do the throwbacks, and so I. Because you shouldn't. Well, and so I did go to a podcast group on Facebook that I'm a part of, and I asked, and they said, no, you shouldn't. So, okay, I agree with you. So we, I didn't, didn't matter count. that I said it. It was what everybody else said. Hey, I'm just trying to stay with the standards, man, of the of the industry. You know what I mean? Like, are you in the like? I, I love it, Ed. Okay, I well, love it. This is a really interesting night. Can we? Can I share something with you guys that I heard about on the Tony Pike show yesterday? Yes, sure. Okay, so you do you guys remember the City Connect jerseys? Um, that the that Major League Baseball did this year, and how much of a flop that was. There were except, only like for the, there was only like four of them, right? And all of them like, sucked. I think. No, the White Sox were good. Okay, well, this gentleman Jesse Alkine Alkire, um, Alkire, he is. Oh, wait a minute. Yes, is this is this the thing, Ed? The thing that I put in the link earlier that I asked you guys not to look at because I accidentally yes. put it in there. I didn't click it. Okay, good. Okay. I'm just I, I just want to make sure that this is what you're waiting for our live. Yeah, this reaction is this is it. To. This is the live reaction thing. So he um he you know, this the NFL is not doing this, but he went ahead and put together like if the NFL was doing a sitting city connect jerseys, like this was this is what he thought the jerseys would look like and the story behind them. So you have some great jerseys in here. Right, you got Baltimore Ravens. I mean, that's. I mean, that goes along with their colors. It's purple. It doesn't look any different than their regular jerseys. That doesn't. You're right. That is absolutely correct. But um, Atlanta I mean, has something a little bit of a different like pattern on it. Atlanta's is pink because it's promoting a Two Chains album. Uh, apparently, there's a building in downtown Atlanta that is painted pink that was used in a Two Chains, um, and it's now become like a famous building or whatever. So you got all these cool. You know, the Carolina Panthers. Uh, that's the um, the Speedway. They're, that's the the NASCAR, right? Because Carolina, the Chicago Bears looks like the Titans. It does kind of look the Titans. What are they saying? Um, symbolizes the West moments of, oh, sorry, the best moments of the city, and provides some inspiration for the whatever. I don't By the it. way, any of you who are actually listening to this and give a damn that want to see these uh, the, these jerseys, you can check out our YouTube video. You can find us at uh, Pardon the punctuation. Pardon punctuation on YouTube. So here was the, here was the Bengals. So before you read this here, look at does that not look like it's like an FC Cincinnati like FC Cincinnati colors? It's blue and orange. I, I disagree. I, I immediately thought it looked like 
something from the Patriot, and then I started reading and saw Civil War. Like it, it went in that order. But, but ours, so ours. Here's the story of the 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 City Edition Cincinnati Bengals jersey during. Uh, an 1862 Civil War offensive, 60,000 townspeople and farmers banded together as volunteers called the Squirrel Hunters to outnumber advancing Confederate troops in the defense of Cincinnati, inspiring the city edition jersey. This I is like what it. he chose to represent our city, the 1862 Civil War Squirrel Hunters. I like it. It really? Do anything. The squirrel hunters? I mean, what else do you want them to do? Well, you I saw don't what know. happened when the MLB tried to put out hats that <laughs> looked like it. They had like a chili fair. pepper and like a bowl of dog food. That's fair. But think about the, all the all the other. At least this has some kind of like. Real, real <laughs> there's no Buckeyes. Connection. Thank well, God okay, there's there is no, no Buckeyes. Buckeyes. That is yeah. correct. But like, think of all the all the other history that Cincinnati has brewing. Um, Porkopolis, right? You could have made this pink, and it could, it could have been it had something to do with you know the. You could, this could have been had German colors. This could have had. I, I mean, thank you to the squirrel hunters for you know going on the offensive in the Civil War, Hunting but squirrels. I just don't why you choose the squirrel hunters. I don't know. I like it. I thought you guys were having. I think it's better reaction. than what the, I think it's better than what the MLB actually put out. I was like super excited about this, and then had to retract. Some of these are pretty, pretty good. Yeah, some of them are pretty dope, and then you get ours. I don't think ours is that bad. The New York, the New York Jets one looks like a uh, like the uh, Seahawks. Well, there you go, New York Jets. It has it's it's themed by the that's NYPD. Giants. That's 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 giant. That's the Giants. Oh, sorry. The next one is the Jets that looks like a Seahawks jersey. I mean, NYPD themed. That's that's pretty cool. Um. Yeah, the Giants does look like it's a Seahawks jersey, or like a oh, like but a I, okay, I get it though. It, it's uh the uh, NYFD, the protective bunker gear that they wear. It's all that. Oh, that, it like, does neon. have the, the yeah the even with the uh, the reflective shoulders. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty cool. Philadelphia Eagles looks like something from Wild and Crazy Kids back on Nickelodeon back in the day. Where's Did that, you see the Philadelphia Eagles? Oh, oh it, it does. does look like that. Yeah, or Wild like and Out, a... something you would have seen on Wild and Out. I don't, I don't know. I'm sorry. Uh, just... The Redskins. The Red that's uh, not even their not, name. The, the Washington football team yeah, looks like a Saints jersey. Aren't they going to be like the Red Wolves or something? I think that's I don't know. the. I, they should stick that, with the Washington leak, football team. I didn't think they announced what it was yet. They haven't announced it, but I'm pretty sure that's the only one of those teams that has something uh, patent pending or uh, the, the website's actually taken. If you go into a deep dive for like websites. Oh, okay. So like they, they kind of what tip, they tipped leak, the well that was that was like a year ago. Oh uh, okay. Huh. That'll be interesting. I actually kind of like that name. I don't. The Red Wolves. They should stick with the. I don't know what it has to do. I don't know what it has to do with like. Nothing. They just didn't want to change too much. I don't know how that works with the uh, the pig masks that everybody wears. I I don't know. But I never knew what the pig masks had to do with the Redskins, anyway. And you could probably tweet a link out to that that website as well. I, I can do that. I will do that. I'll put it in the description of the podcast too. Um. Yeah, yeah. So are we kind of wrapping up here. 
I think uh, so. I think the thing I, mean, I was I, so excited about all week when I heard it. All well, of... I do want to drop the fact that we've been in close contact with one of our friends here of late, and we may be adding a uh, a regular guest to the show. I'm going to wait just because I don't want to get ahead of ourselves here. But uh, I think it should be very exciting in the way that we may be able to drop some content and continue that growing that relationship um, from a recent guest. So, yeah. be cool, real cool. There's my teaser. That was a good teaser. That's a horrible freeze frame for that exciting news. <laughs> that, was a, that was a good. I teaser. hate my computer. Yeah, we, we I have no issue. I, I have no issues on Zoom. It's it's just Streamyard. Strange. Well, that's that's nice. So yep. the Reds won tonight. That's exciting. They, they you know win win again tomorrow. Win the series. Take that uh momentum through into the uh, trade deadline. Maybe make some moves to shore up some deficiencies, and then make a run at at the division. Which I think I actually think they really can. I, I think that the Brewers may come back down to earth a little bit, and the Reds can uh, tighten things up. Hopefully Tweet. the hopefully the Cubs continue to sell off and just continue to Cub. Listen, I'd take Chris Bryant for uh, Eugenio uh, Suarez or Akiyama or both. Where's Chris Bryant? And that's from? the other thing. Like I, I, I just I like that guy. Uh, he's a nice Chris, guy. Seems oh, Chris Bryant. We didn't even talk about that. You have something else, Ed, that you want to like? Well, the thing that Aaron end? told me to to ask again in a couple hours. Oh, okay. We're probably way All past right, that fine. right now, though. No, you can fire it out there. You we'll go. Hodgepodge it into the. I end. don't have the Twitter right here, but what? We're Podge and Hodges. Is it Chatterbox? Podge Is that the name of the? Of the company? Was it a shirt? Did no, you say Sakala? I'm talking about deep to left field. Sakala, Sakala! the hell is going on Chatterbox right now? Sports. Chatterbox Sports. Chatterbox Sports has apparently hired um, Tom Brenneman to be a part with of their... With an H. Yeah, Tom, with an H, to be a part of their broadcast or whatever and... Apparently, he's really embracing this uh, deep drive to left field thing because he, at the end of his little interview, and I'm not going to pull it up now because I don't think I have the abilities, but he he says, oh, and, and he points off the camera and he says, is that a deep drive to left field over there? Like, is this, is him embracing that worse than Xavier fans embracing the zip them up phrase? I think it's all shit. Like just you, you can't make something better when it's terrible to begin with. Like you're talking about putting kids in body bags. Yep. Which I don't know why any coach was okay with that. Apparently, and they are. I mean, their TBT making, team is called Zip 'Em Up. And well, I mean, TBT has nothing to do really with know, the university. Still. But as, as a coach, like I don't know why the coach never had an issue with that. And then. For Tom to embrace, like, and that's a deep drive. It, it, he he didn't say, is that? It wasn't like a question. He was like, and that's a deep drive by Nick Cassianos. That's like how he signed off on that, 
video. And That's it was like, awkward, and it just conjures up the image of what you did wrong. Exactly. Exactly. That's how I feel too. Like it's like it's like he's making light of or making fun of what he did wrong. Like, oh, it's but okay. I, I said that, it. Mm. I think that goes hand in hand with Marty tweeting earlier. What last week? Oh, about uh, he wished the about wishing his that his son had been given more of a of a forgiveness and an opportunity, whatever. Blah blah blah. Um, no, you're you're just wrong. The same thing with Stephen A. Smith. Like you shouldn't have been like just Saying forgiven immediately. Yes. Like just because you put out an apology, like you should be on suspension. You, you can't just tell Asian people that they need to know our language and that's why you're not marketable and that's okay. Like the Reds have several players and have had several players over the last few years in Cueto. Cueto had a translator. Yep. And he was super marketable here. Um, Aroldis Chapman has never struggled. Yeah. Um, but I mean, he struggled speaking the language, yeah. but he always had a translator, he had a hard time um, Luis too. Castillo. And I understand like, they're not getting necessarily like the marketing deals because who knows, maybe they're aimed at white cess males. Sure. Fine. Whatever. I don't know. But that doesn't mean that you tell this guy, like, uh, you can't be the face of baseball. Why? Because you don't speak our language. That's wrong. Fuck out of here. Yeah, get out of here. I just don't think we should be, like, embracing that kind of thing. Like, it, it just makes it feel like he, that apology was not a real apology. Well, because how is it, how is it any different than what Tom did? Really? Oh, what, what, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about Tom is what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, no, by him no, no, making no. fun of the drive to left field just makes it feel like his apology was not sincere. And Marty can tweet me on that. At me. At me, Marty. I still love you, but at me. Thanks for the signature on my banana phone. But at me. It's up there. <laughs> I'm never going to say Jeff, it. nothing on any of this? I mean, I think you guys have covered it pretty well. It's... So nothing on any of this. I get yeah. it. Towering in the shadows. That's fine. Oh, at, least you got your blue, at least you got your blue specs on. Hey, why are yours so yellow? By the me? way, what? No, I don't know. That. Is it, is I can't ever hear anything over Jeff. <laughs> he has the better setup. That's why. <laughs> the best setup. Oh, now he's now he's hitting us in Morse code. <laughs> <laughs> Was that an SOS? <laughs> yeah. Well, that was another episode of Barn the Punctuation. Way. So for Singing Ed and for Jeff FFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFF